welcome, welcome, welcome to my new podcast. I decided to do this. My name's Cora. Um, I'm going to be known as Arak20, um, simply because it's my name spelled backwards. And 2020 was when I really opened up this artistic side of my brain and became even more inquisitive uh, and more kind of um, open to listening to people's stories and listening to people, period. I'm um, 54 years old. I'm originally from England, the black English chick. And I am currently uh, living in California. I'm a contract worker, a contracted nurse leader. And um, I enjoy my role. I like the fact that I'm traveling. Uh, I was traveling throughout California. And it's been really, really interesting. I've met amazing people. Before I even embarked on that journey, though, I was... Um, I went through a divorce five years ago. I was living in Tampa, Florida, and I was coming out of a 28-year marriage and really maybe a 32, 33-year relationship. We have four children. They're all adults. And um, one of the, I think, things that pushed me over the edge, I think, was knowing that my kids were no longer kids. They were adults getting there. They didn't need me as much. And I had thrown myself into this role of being a mother. I've said this and I really mean this. When my older daughter was born, I was 18 years old and she really saved my life. Um, I came from a pretty dysfunctional family. My parents, uh, now deceased, West Indian, uh, very strict. I don't think there was, there was no real physical affection. There was lots of violence, um, lots of moodiness. And um, I think just a sort of a detachment um, on another level. I'm a very, I'm an empath. And I realized I'm an empath. Maybe three years ago, I didn't even know what that word meant. But when I saw the description, it was me. Um, My nickname when I was a kid was Granny. um, Because I would, when we would have those moments that were very fleeting, that were nice, I would just want to just relish that. And I remember I would say things like, isn't it nice that we're all getting together and we're all happy? And then it would be met with, shut up, Granny! <laughs> so, um, my mother was always saying things like she wished she never had kids. Um, she wanted a career. She was a nurse. And then my dad was just sort of a absolutely, he was a super brilliant man. He spoke many languages, um, but he was crazy. Uh, he just couldn't handle this being a black man. Uh, he was super talented, um, but this was consuming his life. He was not a good dad, and the fact that he was so mean at times. I learned as the youngest to be an observer, and I used to morph. I would morph to meet whatever moods. I was also pretty good at doing impressions, so I could make him laugh. And uh, I I did not get the whole um, wrath that maybe my sisters did. Um, there's other things in there that I don't want to bring up. I'm not going to bring them up now, but I will talk about them at some point because I think that it, it ties into where I'm at in my life. Um, at present, though, um, I want to... I call this, this podcast, really, uh, it's, it, the word oracle is in it because 
I've been blessed with meeting these people that have been on my journey with me, that have helped me, um, and knowing their stories, things they've told me, their experiences, their lifestyles that have affected me, okay? They, some of them have just remained in my life, and um, they're going to actually come onto this podcast, and you're going to hear their stories, and you're going to realize why these people are so powerful to me. They may affect you. I want to eventually meet people that listen to this podcast and have you join us and tell us your story. Um, at 54, I'm looking at 54 years and it just doesn't seem like I've been on this planet for 54 years. And um, now I'm single. I'm out there. You know, when you when I started the dating situation, you're meeting other people that same age um, who have been through so much, you know. Um, I've since have not, I don't, I'm not out there actively dating. I've met somebody and that's a complex situation, but this is a person that's almost one of my oracles who has so much to say and has really sort of taught me and shown me this glimpse into the world of how the world can be. And it's, uh, kind of opened my eyes to how much control I, I have as to how I'm going to function in this world and to start looking at the world not in terms of me being mummy or as a mother as Cora like who is Cora what is it that I like you know 10 years ago I think it was that my ex-husband said to me you need to get a hobby and I didn't know what that meant because I felt like well this is my hobby this is my life my kids are my life that's actually not normal right but even society promotes it, right? Like I was so wrapped up in these amazing human beings' life. And what I tend to do now is I try to gauge that I try to not be in their lives as much like controlling and respecting them as adults and their choices. And it's super hard. And the, the it, it kind of, I think it's sometimes I used to use it as a distraction to not deal with me. But now I'm dealing with me and I'm trying to, I'm I'm finding me, I'm finding what I like. I've done things sort of that are revolutionary to me, okay? Like um, I left, um, when I was in Florida, I left that job um, and I went to live in St. Croix in the Virgin Islands for six months alone, unheard of, alone, alone, okay? Like alone. And I felt this sort of weird comfort I felt this kinship with the people on the island and I was really caught up in the romance of it that maybe there's people that are probably related to me here you know the sort of West Indian vibe there was some familiarities with the food and just the way that they looked and they would tell me that I looked like them and it's true I'm sure there is some gene pool there um but it was a at the time a safe space a safe place to do things I hadn't done. Like I'd never eaten a meal alone. I'd never gone to a restaurant alone. And I remember going to a restaurant one night and drinking wine and having a meal and really being really kind of nervous at first, but then just being really comfortable. And this has sort of progressed to the point now where I can do pretty much everything on my own, right? Um, that was big for me. I, I started off really kind of ooh, nervous driving around the island, you know, uh, those windy roads and everything and then it just became like second nature and then um so since that time though I when I came back 
to the East Coast, I've been on the West Coast now for almost two years. And um, that's kind of continued to be a sort of very interesting journey. And I've met amazing people. So I deal, want to deal with the women that I've met mainly at this point because they were all so fascinating. Um, like the first person that really sort of helped me has been my, my best friend. She's Colombian and her story is amazing. She's a single parent and she's a warrior, okay? And she has really been so loyal to me, so, so generous to me. Um, and I, when I talk about generosity, the, the most generous thing I think a person can give you is not their money, it's their time. It's their time when they can listen to you without interrupting you and really value you, okay? And not dismiss you, and that's what she does. And uh, she really sort of taught me a lot about men, things that I didn't know, uh, just a different way of looking at things and just how to navigate this dating stuff. Um, and she's going to join us in, on one of these episodes to talk about her journey and, 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 and what it's been like and, and being a woman, uh, a Hispanic woman, really, um, navigating and what she's looking for and what she's been through. Um, a lot of the people that I have met on the journey, we share the pain, the pain which comes from varying things, right? We've all, at, by this time, if you're 50 and above, you've had tragedy, you've had financial issues, you've had, you've been through so much, right? And I think that when I started therapy, I started therapy when I moved to Portland, and one of the things that I think was so powerful was to reflect on my younger self. And instead of being negative about my younger self, I was being more positive and honoring, especially the little girl, right? The little girl that was able to morph and sort of meet her parents' moods and just really not even survive it. Well, I guess survive, survive that, right? And then um, that's strength right? And the fact that I've made it this far, we've made it this far, right? And was still so vibrant. Um, COVID, I think, has been a real downer um, just because of the unknown and just, you know, I was talking to a patient the other day and I thought, you know, we were talking about how this variant now is sort of rid its ugly ahead and there's all this drama going on in all these different states, people losing their lives, the discussion about vaccines, and this isn't the venue for that, so I don't want to talk about whether you should get it or not, but just the fact that we're at this point, and I think I've spent more time alone than I ever have, which has been good for me. Um, I have been doing more reading, and I've been doing just more introspection, you know, like about me, about where I'm going. Um, but it's also brought a lot of stress to the to the surface, right? Um, you, it just makes me worry about the world and how we all interact with each other. So I'm like, I've become obsessed with kindness. You know, I just want to be around kind people. And I'm kind to people. And I'm trying to be more patient. Those are, that's one of my, my, my issues. I can be impatient. But just being patient, right? and making people that mean something to me and just people that I deal with, the transactions, making them value added, right? 
where I'm going to say thank you, where I'm going to say please. And it's just saying something nice to somebody, right? And that's such value. It's such a value added to people when you do those things. I mean, and so that, that, that's been sort of huge in me just getting through the COVID thing. But back to what we're going to be dealing with on this podcast is, again, it's going to be men and women, but we're going to start off with so many women that I've met who are so brave, who are, who have stories that are going to just shock you to know where they've come from and where they're going and, and, and the impact it's had on them. Um, really, really strong women. Um, I mean, I'm going to probably interview a couple uh, of my kids because I want you to meet them and hear from them. They're very, my children, my adult children, are very, 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 very good people. Um, very unique to me. Um, and then also, I'm not being biased because I'm their mother, but tend to people do tend to meet them. They're drawn to them. They're just genuinely kind people, okay? So we're going to talk to some of them at some point. You know, I, I want to reach people and I want people to reach out also um, because I think that's what's wrong right now with the world. I think that we are all in our own little bubbles, but we're more connected than we realize. Um, and I think that one of the goals is to try to bring people together and sort of push out more hope, more value and um kind of just more positivity this is not going to be a venue where people are going to be uh fair i don't want fear to be promoted in this in this podcast at all i think it can be done inadvertently and this but it won't be tolerated fear i think is one of the biggest issues that we have right now so i really look forward to sharing with you all and you joining me on this journey and again this is our 20 um stay tuned for this podcast um, I'm going to do my first recording, my second recording tonight with one of my oracles and uh, you're going to hear her story. Take care. <laughs>